0: Welcome to Revolutionary Health, the show that focuses on Black gay men's health and wellness. Make sure to like this video, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend, follow us on all our social media, Twitter, Facebook, at The Counter Narrative, Twitter, at Building Desire. I'm Michael Ward. We have a very exciting topic, and I've got very exciting guests with us this week. This is something that has been burning in my mind since COVID-19 has been here. Intimacy within black gay community what are we doing how are we connecting are we dating are we not dating a lot of people have questions and they want to know so i've got two exciting people joining us this week i will let them introduce themselves to you all
1: (laughs) so hello my name is lamont scales i am a dating coach and matchmaker um, with a company called better way to meet thanks for having me here i'm uh, looking forward to this hilarious and you know, serious conversation at the same time, right?
2: <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Daddy Rod, a uh, leather and BDSM educator, uh, sex advocate, health, sex worker advocate. Um, what else do you need to know? I think that's it. Yay. <laughs> yes, I think that's what the people want to know. So thank you both for joining me
0: here. I just want to kick it off. What does dating mean for us right now? What does it look like for us in the community right now? Because I know a lot of times... We're spending a lot of times in the house by ourselves, most of us are, that are out there. So a lot of people want to connect. We've got time on our hands, we're bored, we have all things going on. Like, what are we gonna do in this time to date to get to interact, to get to know one another? (laughs) How have you all been dealing with it?
2: So,
1: you know, a a lot of my clients, I'm a dating coach, so a lot of my clients Mm -hmm. and my friends they are still dating. Like, this has not, like... Well, I'll say some, it has put a little pause um, in their dating life. Um, Others, they're like, no, I'm still out there. I'm still meeting guys. Um, But the biggest thing I've noticed is guys are just being a little bit more creative. So, Mm. like, you can't... Like, everything in Atlanta is shut down. So you can't go to a bar, a club.
2: I don't know, nothing. Yeah.
1: Nothing. So they're like, okay, well, how about we do, like, a virtual date? So some guys are, like popping open a bottle of wine and doing a video conference. Other guys are still, hey, I'm coming over to your house. I'll see you in a little bit. So I think guys are just to be a little bit more creative.
2: I find it odd, though. It's just I'm like some of maybe you, Michael. I'm If I'm not at work or the gym, I come home and I'm home. So mm-hmm. it's really not that hard for me. Only thing that's really hard for me is I love the gym. So with the gym being closed, I'm going stir crazy. But other than that, I mean, being that I work at a job where COVID is kind of exposed, well, I ain't going to say exposed, but it's, I work at the airport. So, you know, everyone's Mm -hmm. wearing masks and everything else. I was like concerned, like, Ryan, are you okay? And I'm like, I'm good. But I I think with the dating thing, I don't know. It's funny you mentioned this this virtual dating. I don't think I'd ever do that because I'm a... Personal person. I want to see and touch you and everything. And I'm like, ooh, I'd rather just shut you off in like two, three weeks and then afterwards, like, bam, let's do this. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm different <laughs> in that way. But I guess the texting, I guess, is a good thing. At least keep communication flowing. Uh, mm-hmm. now personally, will I meet people out? I I would, but at the same time, I wouldn't because I'm I've already, before this COVID stuff happened, I always would wash my hands and have hand sanitizers and everything else. So, with this, but I realized a lot of people aren't as sanitary as I am. So, I kind of take a step back. (laughs) 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 And I was like, okay, let me just kind of wait till this kind of cools out a little bit and maybe y'all learn some sanitation and hygiene and whatever. And then we'll go from there. So.
0: You know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think those are those are some things to think about, especially for the ones who still want to date and want to get out and do stuff. I think it's a great time to explore the city, Um, take a walk on the Beltline. Um, I've heard people have done that, you know, social distancing, six feet apart. Um, I know, Lamont, you were saying a little bit earlier how people still want to go out. Maybe they can do things like riding bikes or things that doesn't mean that they have to be on each other, so to speak, but it's still a way to get to know people and just be creative. I think this is really forcing us to be creative on how we connect and use technology because like you, Daddy Ron, I like to see people in person. I
2: want to, you know, read the body yeah, language. I want to do all exchange.
0: of those things. It's energy exchange. Yeah, it's an yeah. energy.
2: Yeah, and it's like, well, and you can't really do it by like, oh, let me touch you. Oh, I can't because we're on the screens. So I'm like, uh, I don't know. I just can't do all that. So I'd rather just remove myself from it and just say, okay, let me just handle this by myself?
1: I feel like you can be so, creative on a video. Like, mm-hmm. I think, like, if, if you do it the right way. I feel like... <laughs> <laughs> I, I, again, you have to use your imagination. I think um, you can still be romantic. You can still be sexual. You can still be intimate. You can still feel like you're in the same space. Um, yeah, and you were flighted to this. So sometimes if you're in a different city, how do you, like when you date, like, you have to still see the person. Like, so a video conference is kind of like the next best thing. You're like, no, I'll see you in person.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it forces us to talk, though. I think it forces us to actually talk because you have to ask those screening questions if you are inviting somebody into your home. Like, do you have a fever? All of those. So I think it opens up communication and dialogue for us that maybe we haven't kind of explored and talked about that I've seen with dating. But I know you said... you too, Daddy Rod, especially being in the leather and the kink community as well, that you spend a lot of time by yourself. And that's a pretty big thing I've been seeing on Twitter and Facebook. It feels like everybody is naked. We all have a little bit of cabin fever. We're wearing less clothing because we're in a house. Like, why not? So, when it comes to sex and different things like that as far as leather and kink and being by yourself, one of the things for me that I've noticed much more is that I have a lot of more alone time. And it's like, do I want to take the risk to to meet someone new, I know the New York uh, Department of Health Guidelines came out as far as if you do want to hook up, make it with somebody that you know, maybe it's a, a sexual partner that you right. frequented, but keep it to. Pretty much they said, like you are your best sexual partner
2: yeah. with
0: that. <laughs> and so I just want to know as far as with your experience as well too, Daddy Rod, like ways as far as sex and intimacy. If you do want to be alone and you don't want to take that risk of hooking up with people, are there any ways or things that you've changed since COVID-19 that being by yourself still gives you the same, I want to say the same, same pleasure because sometimes I don't get it by yeah.
2: myself as much,
0: but with different people.
2: <laughs> uh, for me, many things haven't changed, but um, what I stress to like my leather sons and people who reach out to me privately, like, well, Twitter right now is your best friend. Because <laughs> while some of us kind of have resolved, you know, resolved that we're not gonna do anything for the next maybe two weeks to a month, so this kind of clears up a little bit, people, some people on Twitter are going at it still. So you'll get your videos, you get jack off, do whatever you wanna do. Um it's with the kink community, and I, of course I can't speak for everybody, but for me, I will admit this is hard because <clears throat> God, I don't want to put my business all out there like this, but when I have a session, I'm very passionate, so it involves a lot of touching and kissing, so, because it's, it's like a pre, it's like a prep to the actual session, so, mm. me not able to do this, I'm just like, uh. and so I just resolved like, well, I won't be able to do anything for the next month or so, and, um, and if people around the world decide to still cook up, and they do their whatever kinks or whatever, regular sex or whatever, I just watch that, and if I want to pleasure myself, I can. And uh, with my toys, you've seen some of my stuff, so you know. <laughs> I know. And, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> and I teach that to other people. I'm like, because right now, with, with so much uncertainty, if, like, people catching this and some people, you know, most of us probably will have it and not even know it or it'll go away within two weeks while others die within two days. You just, You just never know, so you don't want to... Put yourself at that risk like that. So I say just I, say, I know your loins are probably on fire, your, your your dick is hard, your booty's moist, but I said, you know, baby, just take a step back, you know, and uh <laughs> mm. just watch Twitter.
0: <laughs> Exercise caution.
2: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. So and then in a sense of also <clears throat> I tell people so a lot of our a lot of our kinks involve like Um, like toys, like dildos or other like objects, which can actually maybe cause transmission. So in essence, again, it's like just chill with that for a minute because you just never know. So again, I tell people just kind of relax for a minute. You won't have your session for the next couple of weeks or so. And then with a lot of other events being canceled or postponed, well, this is our gathering spot for us to do our kinks. It makes it worse. You're just like, oh my gosh. So... I never thought about that. Yeah. Now
0: because so it, got it, they are being canceled. Are
2: leather A leather event mainly, they don't really want to say it. But they're they're huge sex events and kink events because mm-hmm. if you don't you meet people with well, the internet's a great thing, you meet people from around the world who might share your kinks or whatever, and you go to these other events, that's your way to get together and do what you do. So with like like the four three major ones have been canceled or postponed, I should say, till the fall. Which usually would start happening this month through May or June, actually. So now with these being canceled and everyone being sheltered in place, I don't care. Anyways, this cabin fever is going to kick in hard. People are like, I got to do something. So <laughs> hopefully they'll be able to kind of keep it to themselves. But, and I'll let, we'll, we'll yeah. talk about it later. But one thing I've noticed, <laughs> this, and I don't want to I don't want to talk about this too much, but what this is showing a little bit also is an underlying situation with sex addiction. Because some people just got to have sex, like, all the damn time, no matter what the risks are. And I'm like, do you really want to get COVID just to suck some dick or get some ass? I'm just like, I don't know. <laughs> it's just... It's yeah. Something. Yeah.
1: So I used to be an HIV testing, and counsel- uh, HIV testing counselor, and... This just reminds me of the whole counseling process um, trying to help people reduce the risk of getting HIV or transmitting it just having these types of conversations and I think I think the best thing to do is just we all just have to have like a non-judgmental approach about it and Mm -hmm. give people the information like hey this is how you can contract or um, you can transmit COVID-19 and here's here are the ways that you can be safe and right. give people options. Some people are mm-hmm. going to stay home and not engage in sex or not go on dates. Um, others are going to be like, no, I want to do this, but I want to make it the safest as, as possible. Um, mm-hmm. And just, I think we just got to respect folks and allow them to have um, the ability to be who they are, but just doing it in like in a safe way.
0: Right. Yeah, and and I definitely agree with that. And a lot of pe- people have corona bays or quarantine bays, or people that they're.
1: Yeah. and I, I, essence... I have one. I got a, I got a quarantine one.
0: Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes.
1: <laughs> yes, quarantine. <bays. laughs>
0: and, yeah, and I think that's a way of harm reduction if uh if you just are having you know sex or interactions or whatever that you want to do with this one person that's that's kind of been the growing thing that i've been seeing too with people having these quarantine days how has dating changed like as far as with what you do too a lot of people are still coming to you i suppose because i've got nothing but free time on my hands how do i you know exercise caution and judgment but i still want to date i still want to get to know somebody different like how are you experiencing that and what you do
1: Right, and, and we, we as black gay men, we love to, like, socialize and interact with each other. It's kind of like family connection. We're big on that. So during this time, everyone, if you're not working or you're working from home, you're still like, oh, how do I connect with people? And guys are still coming to our dating service saying, hey, I want to meet somebody. Um, some are saying, hey, I want to do it in two weeks. Some are like, no, send me on a date now. Um, but what we do is we can send them, like, to the park you know, where it's like open air, they can ride bikes together, or they can walk around the neighborhood. So there are a lot of things that you still can do and like have that in-person connection. Right. But we just do those um, screening questions. Do you have a fever? Do you have a cough? Um, are you having issues breathing? Who have you been around? Right. Do you wash your hands? Like you would... it. it You'd be surprised that some uh, the amount of people who don't wash their hands regularly. And I'm like, yes. you have touched that kiosk, you touched all that stuff. And then, no, let me show you how to wash your hands properly so that you can kill um, anything that's living there. So I think it's just really having those conversations, being safe, being creative. And guys are still going to go on dates. Period. Period.
2: Period. Mm-hmm. period.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: And I think what is, people don't really want to talk about with COVID, it has really exposed how people, like you kind of said, Lamont, like didn't know how to wash their hands as often as they should, and aren't as clean as you thought they were. And I was like, okay. You know, so it's like, you know, because I guess one thing I I would suggest, well, I would suggest, you probably uh, talk about through your dating service, like I would love to go out on a date and say, you know, let's go to Piedmont Park and let's do a run together.
1: Or something right, like right. that.
2: Right, right. You know the gays, like, well, what are we going to do afterward? I said, I'm going to go home and shower. I don't know about you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, let's do something. But, you know, it's, again, going back to the sex addiction in a way, it's like, they got to have sex all the damn time. like, I'm a sexual person, yes, but damn, not all the damn time. So... What?
1: Right. it so it forces us. The, the one thing I've learned about this whole COVID-19 thing, it forces us to communicate more. Right. To, to delay sex. Right. I read, a, I read an article that was saying that um, on all the dating apps and you know, like Tinder, you know, all those different Grinder Jack, people are interacting at least 25% more now mm. because... Right. They're not hooking up as frequently, but they're like, I still want that connection. I, I still want to talk to someone. And so it is delaying it. Um, and even for guys who are meeting in person, they're still like, okay, we can go for a bike ride, but you got to go home, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> exactly. Like, you got to go home afterwards. I don't want to, you know, to get it. So it's. It, I think it's a lot to learn. You know, I, it, yeah, it it could, I don't want to put a value on it to say it's good or bad, but I'm just saying it is what it's it different. is for it. It's different. It's different.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I don't, in, into what you were saying, Daddy Rod, I to me, I don't want to call it for myself sexual addiction. But I think in this time, what I'm learning of COVID 19, especially from delaying sex for a little, little while outside of like known partners and things like that, it is, of course, forcing me to ask questions, communicate more, all of those things. But it gives me an opportunity, a chance to explore myself more. And not saying that I'm my own best sexual partner, but I think a lot of times in my own sexual experience, I'm used to having sexual experiences with other people. But this has been a time for me to really get to know myself better. What do I like? What do I not like? Um, What might interest me? Like you say, toys and the different kinds of toys that are out there, different kind of ways. So maybe when I do get with somebody that I can be like, well, Right here feels a little bit better. Can you just move it over here to the left a little bit more? But even,
1: <laughs> but even... Look, how old are you, I, my... say, <laughs> I, I know myself. Asking. I know what I like. <laughs> <laughs> I know okay. what I like. I, I, I know. I'm,
0: I'm 30, I I'm 33. Like but, and I, yeah, and I, and I know what I like at 33, but there are certain things that I haven't experienced within myself of having sex with myself, should I say, where I'm like, oh, okay, well this might be a little bit different or see how this feels with somebody else when that comes in there, too. And it has been a lot more Twitter use. And even, I think, of communicating um, sexually. I think, like, sexting and uh, baiting and phone baiting and all of those things have been different options and avenues that I've experienced in the last couple weeks where it's like, I can't physically touch you, but
2: my imagination... I'm sorry, I don't want to interrupt much about this thing. you. No, know, two things though. Uh, I, first, I don't want to—I don't want to make a blanket statement saying that, you know, all the gays have sexual addictions. Now, that's not the case. But I'm just saying it has really opened up. Like some people just got to have sex like all the damn time. I'm like, yo, it's like you know, chill for a minute. But I want to ask you two, maybe because I'm old and I really don't understand this crap. Explain this baiting. What is this baiting stuff? I don't understand it. I'll let Mike respond. <laughs> 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 so baiting basically
0: is masturbating and it's pretty much the cut off form of that but it's pretty much just jacking oh, off just if we want to it's jacking off if we want to just oh. use a different word so basically you can jack off so either if you want to have a group jack off session oh. maybe you can social distance and be six feet apart as far as with that um, oh. or even if you want to use facetime house party is another app for the people out there that want to get on there and do that as well but it's pretty much just jacking off. That's,
1: okay. that's mainly, okay. I would say, as far as work. black people, we call it jacking off. Okay. Oh, so guess we work. Pulling so, one out. I, I've learned something new Stroking. about the house party. I, I've never heard that before. I
0: haven't either. Yeah, that's yeah, Technology, we have to use these things to be creative with it, um, to wrap it up. Um, but I definitely appreciate you both for being here <laughs> with us. Any last thoughts, final thoughts, advice for the people out there?
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I would say... You want to go first, Daddy? Go ahead, Beck. Go
2: ahead. ahead.
1: I was going to say, be creative, be safe, have fun. Make sure you get educated on ways that you can keep yourself safe. Um, And just, you know, I think we have to figure out ways to make sure that we can still engage with our friends, our loved ones, um, and keep dating fun, healthy um, during this time. Because I think it forces us to look at who we are which is good for us to figure out what type of match or what type of guy we want to be in a relationship. So I think this whole COVID-19 is really pushing us to learn more about ourselves
2: um, and to figure out how to connect with other guys. Um, For those who follow me on Instagram and Twitter, I posted the signs of COVID, follow it, make sure that, you know, as soon as you have a cold, fever, flu, allergies, COVID, you know, take care of yourself, like Lamont said, be safe. Self-love, baiting, masturbation, whatever you want to call it. Love it, claim it, embrace it. Um, if you have private questions, you know how to, you know how to reach out to me. And uh, just be safe out there, y'all. It's going to be over soon. Yay! <laughs> yes, well, thank you as well for watching
0: another episode of Revolutionary Health. As always, like, follow, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. Instagram and Facebook, we're at the counter narrative, Twitter at Building Desire. Give us comments. How are you coping with this? What are the strategies? We're in this together, though we're though we're apart right now. So as always, be good to yourself and thank you for tuning in. Thank you.